Howdy ho, neighbors. Howdy ho. It is the Odds Brothers episode 37. 37, that's right. I can count, Paul. Good job. Great deal. It's Friday. It's December. A new month. Same old crew, though. No uh, no Dallas gear today? No Dallas gear today. I'm running that's behind. A, that's a pity, or you're just ashamed. I am not ashamed. As a matter of fact, <laughs> stick around. Might be a lock of a week. Uh-oh. Oh, wait, wait. Uh-oh. we can't say that. Kyle's on, yeah, on today. It's pick of the it's week. It's the best bet of the week. Oh, okay, <laughs> there you go. Hit that beautiful bean footage. Welcome to the Odds Brothers Podcast, coming to you from the Bentley Sportsbook inside the new Southland Casino and Hotel. Follow the Odds Brothers Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Google, and YouTube. Today's show is presented by Bentley Online Sportsbook. Download the Bentley Online state-specific sportsbook app today from the Google Play or Apple App Stores. Now, here are the hosts of the show, Moneyline Mark. I'm not a smart man. And point spread shame. Looks like I picked the wrong week to quit sniffing blue. It's it's never the wrong <laughs> week for you to sniff glue. <laughs> Every week occasionally. Oh, do you hear that from above? Yes. You know what that kind of sounds like? That kind of sounds like how? It does. Should we bring him on board early? We should. Oh, my goodness. All right. Let's bring him on early. We ready? Yeah. Super Swords, baby. Boom. There's Kyle. There he is. Hey. What's going on, how are we doing, guys? Uh, we're I'm doing happy fairly to be well. here. Yes. We're doing fairly well today. Uh, where are you? You up in Buffalo still? I'm not in Buffalo right now. I'm actually in the beautiful state of Tennessee. What? what? In this beautiful state of Tennessee. I am. I am. Wouldn't be across the river setting up that new Betley account uh, to get $250 of Nick's uh, free money, are you? Could be. Could be. That, that could be where I'm at. It might not be, but it could be. Uh, uh, you want to do that promo now since we teed it off? Or you we might later? as well. Yeah. Let's All right, kick let's that off. Kick that beautiful bean footage. All right. So if you are new to the Betley app here in Arkansas or in Tennessee, and you're a first-time better. Bet up to $250. Odds must be minus 250 or greater. And if that bet is a loss, you lose. You'll get $250 back in a free bet. You can do it here in Arkansas. Yes. Flip it around, slide across the river. Uh, yeah, you have to go across the river to get there. Mm-hmm. Slide up in Tennessee. Last time I checked, all of Tennessee was east of that river. Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you could be coming down from the north, because, you know, we are worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting there. We're getting there. And you can make that uh, make that bet over in Tennessee and get another two fifty if you're a loser. We can take Nick's five hundred dollars. <laughs> take Nick's five hundred. Yep. Take it all. You got to be a take loser. Take his again. money. That's right. All right. In case you're wondering where we're at, if this is the first time you you're watching the uh, podcast, by the way, like and subscribe on the bottom of the thing down here. Yeah, somewhere. like, subscribe, hit the bell that for notifications. Help. We're up to like 20 subscribers. Yeah, Word tens is, and tens of views. Word is at 25, we get McDonald's gift certificates. Really? Really. They got the McRib back, too. Well, I know. That's why you need to hurry, because it's a limited time May- only. We maybe need to they should. That just in time. That's right. Maybe they should sponsor us. Uh, yeah. That <laughs> uh, but we're here. Yeah, I'll try to get the uh, McDonald's sponsorship worked out. Yeah, Don't worry about it. There you go. We know you're a man of action. <laughs> Uh, we are broadcasting live every Monday and Friday here inside the Southland Casino and Hotel in West Memphis, Arkansas. We're inside the Bentley Sportsbook. So come on by, say hi. Uh, still a couple of slots open for the average Joes if you want to try to pick some football yeah. games against us, which Kyle will do today. 
Yeah, the average Joe didn't show up again with another excuse. With it, yeah, it's not. It was tryptophan, I think, last week. Yeah, maybe uh, he got lost and couldn't find his way back to Southland. That he's here every day. <laughs> How long do turkey leftovers actually good for? I race? don't know. I doubt a week later. I can tell you this though: on Sunday, his repercussions. He's not going to go to the special room to be able to make his bets. <laughs> oh, he's, he's going to have to stand in line with the rest of the folks. <laughs> That's Pen- his punishment. Penalty for stiffing the odds, brothers. Well, huh? That's right. Uh, All right, well, on today's show, uh, we're pretty much done with the college football regular season. There's a couple of uh, games outside the championship games for the Power Five conferences that are going on this week. We will not get into any of those because none of them are ranked, but we will tackle the uh, five biggies. Um, Yeah, I'm heartbroken. Two, three, four, five. Yeah, actually six, I guess, because I included the one Memphis was in. And I'm heartbroken today. Why are you heartbroken? I can't. There's nothing to talk about Nebraska. Oh, they finished 79th, I think. If there was a game today, they'd lose. (laughs) Evidently, (laughs) unless it was Iowa, then you give them a shot. Oh, Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Uh, We'll also do the Week 13 uh, NFL picks as well. Uh, Thursday night game, uh, non-withstanding. You got that, or are we doing that as part of the NFL probably, aren't we? What? Yeah, we'll get to the Buffalo versus New England game, which I'm sure Kyle has plenty of insight for. Yeah, we'll get down to there. We'll get down to there. Absolutely. Get his initial reactions on those. Uh, (laughs) First things first, tonight, the 11th-ranked Utah Utes. Utes. Did you say Utes? Utes. They're at, uh, well, they say at. I think it's in Las Vegas. But USC has declared the home team here, number four, and currently in the college football playoff at 11-1. It's your Pac-12 championship game. It kicks off at 7 p.m. Eastern tonight. And as you would expect this time of year, especially in conference championship games, uh, should be a good one. USC right now a two-and-a-half-point favorite. The over-under, 66-and-a-half, Kyle. Utah yeah. versus USC. Kick Any initial off. thoughts, and what would your pick be? I got to pick Utah, none other than I love the landscape out there. And that's going to be a recurring theme you're going to see throughout today's show. I'm going to give you absolutely no sports-related uh, insight nothing nothing that would really change things more than i like that place and i like the people there huh. wow. so i think i could pick his next game even though too. it's even though they're nine and three i'm gonna take number 11 utah i'm gonna take the utes i'm confident so you like a lot of barren area with just a bunch of red rocks that's what i'm hearing right off the bat not southern california yeah it's it's beautiful well it's a good time to have you on then <laughs> plays <laughs> Mark, what do you got? I'm going you got U.S. Any insights, or do you like Southern California's landscape? I'm going USC. Uh, I think that this matchup two and a half is not enough. I think they're going to win by probably ten points. <clears throat> I don't really say they're home field, like you said, but uh, I'll go USC. So there's a tale of two Utahs here. Utah at home, which is very tough, and they've been blowing opponents out short of Colorado because Colorado is the ultimate dookie emoji. <laughs> but uh, Utah blew them out. But outside of that, every time they traveled on the road, it's been close games, and most of them they have lost. Now, this is also a not-so-home game. We'll see how USC travels. Southern California fans, for the most part, really aren't that enthusiastic about anything except the Lakers and the Dodgers. So here lately, USC, UCLA, even when you go to the Rams and the Chargers, there really isn't a traveling contingent that follows this team everywhere. So I would expect Utah to have a home field environment by being out of the way. But under a field goal, which I like this, if this had been three and a half, I think I'd go the other way. But I'm going to pick USC here. 
Oh, I could give a crap less about whether there's palm trees or red rocks available. I'm yeah. going straight up football analysis here for y'all. <laughs> that was and, a long uh, right. dope. It was. And and the over here I think is achievable, but I don't think it's a slam dunk. So if I uh if I had to hedge a bet either way on the over under, I would take over but barely, like a 70, 72 point over instead of the uh sixty six and a half it's at right now. So I guess we got uh, uh, one Utah and two USC's is what I'm hearing. That's right. And I would go under. I wouldn't go over. Uh, well, of course you would. Yes. You're Mr. Under guy. That's right. <laughs> Underoos. Underoos. That is your, <laughs> and that's how you kick off. That's really the only top 25 game going on in college football uh, tonight. The rest of them are on Saturday starting at 11. Number 10, Kansas State's at number 3, TCU. I'm going to love to hear Kyle's <laughs> view on Kansas landscape for Central Texas. That's right. Him, but. Uh, TCU is a two and a half point favorite, and uh, 61 and a half is the over under here. We got one undefeated team and a Kansas State team that I could rarely pick the right side of that game to save my life, Kyle. You got any uh, initial thoughts on how beautiful or not beautiful Kansas is? Yeah, listen, I've been to both. Um, Kansas <laughs> has its charm, but it, it's a bit it's a bit too flat and barren for me. Sorry if we have any Kansas listeners. You're lovely, but. Central Texas, something something about that energy there around around Austin, you know, around around the cities. I love it. I love uh, I love what they got. So TCU is going to take it. I think it's going to be under though. You think it's going to be under? under. All right. All right. You know the mm-hmm. the Wizard of Oz museum there in Kansas, and a winery. Yeah, I've been. All within one. I've been. been it's there? nice. Oh my goodness! They have multiple Wizards of Oz museums. They multiple places claim that it was their town. So, and I think there's actually a plaque of Mark in uh, Emporia from his last disc golf tournament there years ago. That's right. I won because I win because he wins. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of wins, Mark, I guess if we go everything that you've done all season long, the undefeated team automatically gets your bid. Right? That's right. You shouldn't even have to ask. There's a couple here. You're like, okay, we know what Mark's pick is, and those are for free. Yes, those are free for picks. free. So when you go to, <laughs> to complain or bitch about his picks, remind me complain. how much he, he likes to remind you how much you paid for them. They so. should be complaining when they have to fill out a tax form for all their winnings. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have not been right, but really one or two times all year in Kansas State. The, the thing that gets me on this game is TCU under a field goal is very enticing. I think that they complete the mission here and actually – make it 13 and 0 so i'm gonna take them to cover no go kansas state but the one problem i have with the tcu and the usc is a lot of these guys are freshmen and first time in a really pressure pack like they feel it now somehow tcu loses this game they ain't backdooring their way back into the college football play if they're done and that could put a lot of pressure on a team that's not used to it so i think it's going to be a little clunky early i don't think you'll see a lot of fireworks early and i like the under in that case but I do like TCU to figure it out late and win by at least a field goal. Dang. Dang, you wish I went head to head. Yeah. Now, I think you might do it here at the 3 o'clock window. It's the SEC championship There's game. No thinking. Out of Atlanta, Georgia. So the number one Georgia Bulldogs still undefeated, oh. obviously. They take on number 14 LSU, which three weeks ago looked like they were going to be a pretty formidable opponent. And then they they looked at two stinkers really going into it. So they're now 9-3. and three. This is the Oof. de facto playoff game for them because uh, they oh, yeah. will not be going to one so georgia 18 and a half point favorites here that's huge for a championship game uh 52 and a half the over under kyle any shot lsu just uh 
plays tough and won either the the upset special no, or at least no. covers. He, no, that's absolutely not. Absolutely not. This is this is Georgia all the way. Um, they're gonna go over. Georgia and over. Georgia's just absolutely gonna demolish LSU. It's gonna it's gonna be like forty some points. Oh, oh! Alternate line alert. That's right. The Kyle Odds boost is Georgia <laughs> minus forty. Oh my goodness! <laughs> minus forty, baby. Uh, Mark, you gonna get forty? No. You gonna give eighteen and a half? I'll give eighteen and a half. <laughs> <laughs> so you think Georgia covers that, huh? Uh, yes, I do. And they remain undefeated. Yeah, I think they remain undefeated. I. Dang I, it! I well, they that doesn't mean they cover. I'm oh, actually gonna okay. take LSU in the points here. Yes. I think it's a 17-point win, so it's just under that. Uh, LSU's going to, I think, show up for this game. I think Georgia does overmatch them, though, and it's just a matter of time. They wear them out at the end, and you'll see the score like 14 to 17-point win. So Georgia will move on, but I, I do not think – I don't think LSU's going to get dump truck. Georgia's very rarely just killed some teams, like even that – what was it, Georgia Tech two weeks ago, or maybe it was last week. Yeah, it was Georgia Tech. Uh, it was only like 37 to 13. Yeah. Like they generally do not put teams because we down lost that, that game. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Our heads didn't float up there. That's right. Time. What do we think about the over under? I'm going over. I do think the over gets there as well. Yeah. I was actually shocked it was a little low like that. To me, 52 and a half seems low. I know Georgia's got a pretty decent defense, so LSU might have trouble helping out, but I don't think Georgia's going to have any problem moving the ball on LSU. I think the score will be like, I don't know, 40 something to 10. Get you, over that, get you over that uh, 52 and a half. It might be. And LSU covers. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, boy. This is a big one. Uh, the AAC championship game. All right. It, it, Two teams you're not used to hearing in this thing, but 22 UCF, that's University of Central Florida, for those just following for the first time, and number 18 Tulane. This is going to get played down at the uh, – Nebraska? The Mercedes-Benz uh, Dome, I think they call okay. it down in New Orleans. Um, Tulane minus four and a half here, and they do have a home field advantage since Tulane is located where? Yep. All right, everybody jump in at once. Yeah. Right. Louisiana. Well, I was just making a reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, that's what you are going to say. 57 and a half <laughs> is the over-under here. Uh, Central Florida or Louisiana, which landscape you like better? No. Um, I have to I have to pick UCF just because I'm representing the high risers team, so I gotta I gotta give it to the boys down in Miami. So we gotta represent Central Florida. Um, I don't think it's gonna go over. No way. Um, Tulane doesn't cover. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, you know Miami's. All of these are gonna hit. <laughs> I know it's I know it's further south. I know we're not. Yeah, it's it's all, the same state, though. It's all within a day's drive. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Okay. Well, for the guys down in Miami, I'm going to pick Tulane. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Mark's going to get left out of the Thursday night festivities. <laughs> so you're going to pick Tulane? I am picking Tulane. Yep. What do you feel on the over/under? What is it? Fifty? What? Fifty-seven. Fifty-seven and a half. And a half uh, I say it goes under. These two have struggled to score. Uh, well, especially that many points. I do agree. I like it. I like the under in that one. I also like Tulane. Uh, I, oh, that home no. field advantage. Uh, they've pretty much passed every realistic test to have this year, and I'm not sure UCF is going to give them something they haven't handled before. Should be a good game overall. I I, I don't see this game uh, 
you know, getting a blowout on either side. So you should be able to watch it from beginning to end. But Tulane comes out on top, and I don't even know where that would put them in the uh, the bigger discussion. I doubt it gets them in a New Year's Six Bowl, so it's probably just outside that window. Yeah, it shouldn't get him anywhere. Said and done. <laughs> well, it's going to get him a decent bowl game at 11-2. and two. Huh. Yeah, he's over there. That's why I was looking that way. Huh. All right, <laughs> evening window. Uh <laughs> I don't know if these are going to be good at all, to be honest with you. <laughs> Purdue is visiting Michigan. That game is being played in Indianapolis. That's where uh, you'll find the Big Ten championship game. Michigan. How did Purdue get in it? Well, here's the long story short. Yeah, Iowa it short. had it. Iowa had it all to themselves if they won. They lost. So then it Iowa. Became, yep. Then it became a Purdue, which lost to Iowa but beat Illinois, and Illinois, which had to have Purdue and Iowa lose to get in. So. You know how that happened. Purdue ended up winning their game. So, Iowa lost, and so Purdue's in. So basically, they're the best of the Dukey. They're best of that side of the Dukey bracket. Yep. Wow. And they go to they, <laughs> they face a Michigan team that's going to be without their star running back. He underwent knee surgery. Don't matter. Well, uh, well okay. Mark, <laughs> give us your uh, give us your hint for this game then. I, Keep going with your stats. <laughs> uh, I'm just I was just saying I don't know that it matters either. Other than that, if he was in there, I felt better about the point spread because Michigan's been. A little iffy about covering these bigger point spreads lately, um, mm-hmm. and it's a it's a team that this will, you know, it's a Big Ten game. It's not like somebody from outside that they haven't seen before or played before. So usually when teams like this meet, it tends to one be lower scoring than you think, and then two, it's tough for a Big Ten team to blow out another Big Ten team in general. So fifty one and a half and sixteen and a half are your two numbers, Mark. You're going undefeated in Michigan, I guess. I am. I'm going undefe- undefeated Michigan, and I go under. Under and he's laying sixteen and a half. Kyle, I gotta, I gotta follow Mark. Same deal. It's the only, it's the only choice that makes sense here. <laughs> no. All right. Well, don't, don't let Mark that you do isn't looking so hot. Don't let Mark bully you. You don't have to follow him anywhere. <laughs> and especially, especially the bathroom. You definitely do not want to. Ah, uh, boy. Go ahead and take Purdue. Make me happy. No, I'm you not. Said, you said Big I, Ten get close games. They do. I just don't know what? where Purdue's – I don't know how Purdue's defense is going to ultimately shut down Michigan. I, I don't see how they even get him. I don't even see how they get a locker room rally going. We got a chance. But I would not be surprised to see this under a touchdown at halftime, but I think Michigan ends up pulling it out. I like that 16-and-a-half as compared to anything over 17. So I'll take Michigan as well. Oh, okay. I think you're going to have to watch the whole game to get there. And the under, I'm going to actually go over in this game because I think go. there's some garbage stuff at the end that Purdue's going to lay on to get it over there. Right. Last championship game out of the Power Five is number nine Clemson at number 23 oh. North Carolina here. Uh, North Carolina dropped a kind of a head scratcher to NC State last week by a single point. So they still backdoor their way into this game. But Clemson is a seven and a half. There's that half I hate. Uh, and the over-under is 62 and a half, Kyle. South yeah. Carolina or North Carolina, what side yeah. of that do you follow on? Uh, I'm going to have to pick Clemson. Um, I'm going to go under. There's no way this game hits that 62 and a half. Um, yeah, that seven and a half is kind of scary, but I'm going to have to take it. Because I'm not confident in North Carolina currently. <laughs> yes, I can hear it in your voice. <laughs> this is a yeah, tough, yeah. <laughs> this is a tough one because anytime I pick North Carolina, I lose. Anytime I pick Clemson, I lose. That's well, for true. eight games, I was winning with them. Yeah, 
Yep. And then I lose. And then? But... Join me, Mark. Join me, Mark. I'll go I'll go Clemson. I just don't know what, to, what the injury reports are on either one of these teams, but I'll go Clemson. I have no... Just a better record, really. Yeah, That's I know. That's my stat. I know when you get into rivalry games, like, you should kind of carve those off to the side and, and treat them like they are, which are usually tougher games, regardless of the records of the other team. But when North Carolina got beat by North Carolina State at home, that kind of raised my eyes like, well, maybe these guys aren't as good as I thought they were record-wise going into it. Now they have a week to reset, but I think Clemson now, this is the de facto last time they're really going to get to show something. Now they're not going to make the college football playoff this year, even if they win this game. But I think they want to try to dump truck somebody dump truck. As, as the last visual so they can try to get into a New Year's Six Bowl um, by accident, so to speak. So I'm going to go ahead and take Clemson and uh, kind of just clinch my my fist there because I'm well, not real comfortable about this pick. Over under? 62 and a half? I don't. I, I'm with Kyle, I think. He said, I don't see how it gets there. Yeah, me neither. I mean, unless they just flat out decide not to start defenses that day. I, I don't. Clemson don't run yeah, a, 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 a upscale offense or a quick kid offense, and North Carolina really don't have that type of power to score either, I don't think, in this game against Clemson's defense. So give me under. That's so crazy. So that's I think that's the only game, isn't it, that we all agree upon? On everything? both sides, yeah, on both sides. So Ooh. you know we're doomed to lose. Take, no, no, uh, no, take no, North no. Carolina. No. That's a free <laughs> yeah, you should take that to Carolina. Yeah. Free pick, free pick alert right there. Not going to be able to do it. <laughs> All right, are we uh, doing some NFL now? Yeah, we're on the NFL. All right, Kyle, this is you. Buffalo Bills, they uh-huh. moved to 9-3 and three on the year. Pretty convincing, short of that very first drive where uh, they just get the field goal and then New England came down in like five plays and scored a touchdown. But after that, that was pretty much all for the Patriots that night. Uh, Buffalo easily covers the 4.5. The interesting thing here was that the line actually trended down. Like there was a lot of New England action late, and you could get this at 3.5 right about kickoff time. And the over-under also moved down, trended down to 43 and a half. So it did go under there at 24 to seven. Any takeaways from your, your bills? Um, the bills were a little sloppy out there. I won't lie. However, a sloppy win is still a win. Yep. So we gotta, we gotta take that and keep moving. Um, holding the Patriots to only a touchdown was fantastic. I was not that confident at the beginning of the game. We had one field goal, and they got up all enough on score, and I just thought that was going to be a continuing trend throughout the rest of the game. I was concerned, but the Bills pulled it through in the final hour like they always do. So, I don't know. Go Bills. Go Buffalo. Bills Mafia. (laughs) (laughs) Bills Mafia, yep. He's all about them Bills there, Mark. You got any? uh... Well, you see, our free pick uh, would have netted some folks a win. Yes. Two heads up there. Two heads up there means we both took the Bills. Winner, winner. I was willing to take them up it about wasn't, six I wasn't, and a half. I wasn't surprised. Well. Well, I was surprised it went downward. I don't, you know, maybe uh, some Bill Belichick fans got on there and started thinking that he was going to do something at home. But I, I, Well, I think what there's still some concern about Josh Allen's, I guess, elbow. La, I, he's still running with it he, he doesn't seem to be worried about taking hits on it but the ball doesn't he doesn't seem to be throwing the bombs yet like he's throwing the intermediate 20 25 yard passes but he doesn't seem to be trying to chuck that 60 70 yard yet so oh this just in okay. new england finally scored a field goal so it was 24 to 10 still under 
What? We have 24-7 on the screen. It was actually 24-10. Oh. All I was right. waiting for the fact check. Oh, that. yeah, that's right. They they got that, like, that was their towards first, the end field yeah, goal. Yeah, yep. It, when it really didn't matter, Not, but they wanted to, to score. Somebody, yeah, somebody they, told me to score 24-7. I probably did. It was 24-10. I, I was down. just catching up. Bill's defense was so good, it took him to just a few minutes ago to get that field goal. <laughs> All right. All right. You ready to roll into Here some NFL go. predictions here? The bye week teams are Carolina and Arizona, which really don't matter to much, especially the first one. Um, yeah. Steelers at the Falcons. Well, Atlanta still, believe it or not, is one game out of the uh, divisional lead there in the NFC South. Pittsburgh uh, actually showed pretty good against Indianapolis on Monday night. Steelers are a half a point favorite. So this is basically a money line game for all intents and purposes. Mm-hmm. Uh, 41 and a half is the over under here. Dirty Birds and the Steelers, Kyle. I'm taking Pittsburgh. Um, They're barely, as you see, that point five, they're barely edging out odds wise here. Listen, both the Steelers and the Falcons this year, they're not awful, but they're not spectacular teams. So you're you're picking the best of the averages, and I'm gonna have to give it to Pittsburgh, and see what they can do. Oh, um, this game does not go over. Does not yeah. go over, huh? All does right. not go over. It's gonna be a low score game. That's one thing I agree with him. I think it goes under, but just because I want the Falcons to lose, I'm picking the Falcons. <laughs> when I pick them, they lose. <laughs> so I'm picking them. As Steven can thank me later. All right. <laughs> uh, Taking it for the team. So, <laughs> Kenny, Kenny Pickett is looking okay, decent. Atlanta actually does have some weaknesses on the uh, what I call the outside with wide receivers. So, you can throw the ball on Atlanta, and running's a little bit of a chore. And on the flip side, Atlanta can barely throw the ball and needs to run it, which – Pittsburgh's in the top 10 of run defense. So everything you think about that says that Steelers should be able to edge us out, which the line looks pretty good that way when you're saying basically a half a point, fade out that home field advantage. Atlanta's a different beast at home. If this was an away game, I would take Pittsburgh, but I think somehow Atlanta figures out a way to win this game late. So give me Atlanta on that one. Right. Your bet has been placed. Yeah, my bet has been placed. And I think this is a 20-17 to 17 score, so I'm going to go with everybody else and go under Uh-oh. on this one. Okay. All right, Green Bay Packers, 4-8 and eight against the Bears. Aaron Rodgers oh. is expected to play. He's saying he is. We'll see what happens at game time. If not, it'll be full of love, Jordan love. And he does not own the Bears if it turns out to be that QB play. So right now with the aaron Rodgers factor in green bay is favored by four and a half on the road and the over under is 43 and a half weather conditions just for you folks up north supposed to be sunny 38 degrees at kickoff winds 15 miles an hour so for a december day up in chicago not too shabby i think kyle could uh, second that one being in the buffalo area this time of year yeah yeah absolutely it's not bad I'll take what they can get yeah what do you, oh, there? you, you i'm you, gonna take the packers on this Ooh. Okay. But, yeah, yeah, no. Well, well you guys weren't thrilled about that. So I forgot to say this, too. Justin Fields practiced, and they say, or he says, he thinks he's going to play. So you got a guy with a shoulder. Okay. You got a guy with his bum, bum shoulder on one side and the other guy that's got bum ribs and a, and a bad thumb. So this one's really tough. But assuming both quarterbacks play here is where that line came in at four and a half, Mark. 
Yeah, that's tricky because I picked the Bears, uh, what was it, last week or week before? I don't know. And they got blown out. <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm waiting to see what you pick. Yeah, I know. But I'm a big dumb animal, as I say, every time I play disc golf. So I'm going to go with Nick, go with the Bears. I think uh, one good hit from Rodgers because he's going to get hit. If he does start, I don't know if he lasts the whole game. He's going to get hit. Yeah. The Bears uh, pretty much fire, uh, had a fire sale on what was left good on their defense. So their defense is really suspect. Their offense mm-hmm. with Justin Fields can do so, some damage against Green Bay. I'm going to go ahead and assume Rodgers is going to go. And in a theory, they really shouldn't put Justin Fields out there. And you end up with a Trevor Simeon starter. So I'm going to take the Packers minus the points here. It will not be a pick six selection, though, because there's way too much yeah. unknown here. Uh-huh. And the over-under, I actually like the over because the Bears can't stop anything, no matter who's quarterback. You should make that your pick of the week. I, I am not. I'm going to make it my pick to stay away from of the week. Uh, <laughs> all the way up to, because I think this line can move quite a bit. So if you're if you're out there now watching the Odds Brothers podcast, which you should, like, subscribe, all that stuff down there. Ring that you, bell for notifications. And you really believe in your heart from everything you read or heard your brother say or Uncle Earl that uh, fixes your car for free down the road. I have an Uncle Cletus. That'll work, too. That Aaron Rodgers will play and Justin Fields in my heart will not. And if he does, he'll be limited in what he can do. Then that line looks good at four and a half. But if there comes some news where Justin Fields ain't going to play, I guarantee you that line goes up some more. So get if you're a Packers backer, then get it while it's hot. Four and a half. All right. Jacksonville Jaguars at Detroit Lions. The records are crappy, but this should be a really good, entertaining game to watch. I think you'll see a lot of offense here. Huh. Uh, Jaguars... Really have nothing to play for. They're pretty much out of the race to try to get the uh, division. and, and the, Pride. Yeah, and I just don't see them sneaking into the playoffs. And same thing with the Detroit Lions, although they've been running hot lately. Uh, playing really good ball. Barely lost last week to uh, Buffalo, actually. Congratulations, Kyle, on Thanksgiving. So they've been rested up. Mm-hmm. Detroit, Detroit basically is on the money line. They're a half a point favored here, over under 51 and a half. So the only way you lose and took Detroit and they win is that they tie. Are we going for the tie? What? I'm. I'm a. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what I'm a th- so real quick, I, I got this a couple of times, not recently, but why would you have a half a point spread, right? Because somebody's got to win by a point, right? So why have the half a point? Right. It's a money line bet in theory. Oh, but contraire, mon frere. Yeah, because that half's going to make it. Detroit loves the tie. At least once a year, they love to tie somebody. So if they played an entire overtime period and tied, you actually lose by taking that Detroit plus or minus yeah. a half. Yeah. So that's why there's a half in you won't you won't see a half a point in college football. Notice that. You will not see a half okay. because they gotta play till somebody wins. But in the pros you will see mm. a half a point. So okay. I felt like a G.I. Joe moment there. Still and gonna take that Detroit. Battle. Yeah. So you're gonna do Detroit? Gonna take Detroit. Um I think the game's going to go under. Um, I I see Detroit putting somewhere around 30 up and Jaguars in the in the 20-ish. So, I don't know. I could see total around 55. Um, Detroit winning it by at least seven points. So, oh. All right. He says touchdown. My oh. Mark? Yeah, touchdown in Detroit's favor. Right. I think it goes under because I believe the score is going to be 30 to 28. 
then that Jacksonville be... winning by three. That's right. So you're going what over or under? Under. So 38 is 58, and the over is 51 and a half. Oh, sorry. So you're going to go under still. All yeah, right. I'm still going under. Remember, these picks are free. Not yeah. going to be able to do it. They're free. <laughs> and I'm hoping that's my pick of the week. We'll so see. Three picks, no consequences. Yeah, you're, you're saying Jacksonville. Jacksonville wins by three. And both under and over. Yes. Okay. I win. You win. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm going to go Detroit. At home, yes. I'll, I'll take the home team here. Uh, Jacksonville showed me something, but everybody scores on Baltimore late. Baltimore blowing leads is not just a Jacksonville thing. That's They've done it many times this year. So I'm not 100% bought into the, oh, Trevor Lawrence is now a Hall of Famer quarterback. But he's getting better. Everybody's got the weapons here, so I'll take the home team. Give me Detroit, and I like the over with Kyle and Mark, even though he said under. I really love the fact that you love Detroit because now I feel really good about Jacksonville. I was kind of scared. All right, Kyle, next week, <laughs> make sure you wear something Detroit just to remind him. He's on the wrong <laughs> okay. side. All right, another good game, but for a different reason. This has uh, seeding, playoff implica- implications, all that stuff. The Jets are visiting in, up in Minneapolis to take on the Vikings here. Vikings 9-2, and two, still within the hunt of getting that number one seed in the NFC. They are two-and-a-half-point favorites at home here with the over-under of 45-and-a-half. Uh, keep in mind, they made the quarterback change last week with the Jets, and they promptly hung 30 on the board where I think they had they play? 30 in the last three games. Who'd they play? They played the Bears mm. without Justin Fields. Oh, uh, Bears. Mm. Yep. So go ahead there, Kyle. I know I know who you're going. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Vikings. Uh, it's a pretty obvious choice here. Listen, the Jets. It's been a good year for the Jets. They're seven and four so far. That's usually not something we see the Jets do, but this is this season's Vikings, and they're very clearly holding their own. I think this game goes over the 45 and a half. Um, only by a few points, though. That that field goal for Minnesota, they're definitely going to make that. So I'm I'm confident on a Vikings pick. All right, he got oh. Vikings, and he says just a little over, Mark. I'm going Vikings as well. I do think this is going to be a close game, and if the Vikings can pull it off, it'll be with a field goal, and it'll be late fourth quarter, late. Late for Jets them. got a good defense, so the, I mean, Miami or Miami, Minnesota's got uh, got the work cut out for them. I give. I agree with Mark. This is going to go to the bitter end. Yeah. This game. Yeah, the Jets have a top five defense in the league. Uh, it'll be an interesting battle with that sauce. I don't know if it's hot sauce, pecani sauce, or what sauce, but Sauce Gardner uh, going against Justin Jefferson is going to be good. Here's the interesting thing that I I find about the Vikings. They played against the Patriots last Thanksgiving here, and uh, I thought that game with those defenses would probably go under, and they end up scoring a smorgasbord of points. Smorgasbord. Smorgasbord. Uh, The Jets are very young, and that Matt, I think his name's White, the quarterback now, uh, for the Jets had a great game against the Bears. Vikings aren't that better, much better on a pass defense than the Bears, but the Jets have zero running game, so they're going to have to count on this guy throwing a bunch this year too. So I, long story short, I see a way where the Jets can win this game, but I just got to take the Vikings at home in this one when it's under a field goal because I think that's about where it's going to end, three or four points to the Minnesota side. 
And the over-under in this, well, I want to say under. Under. Underoos. I think this one's under. Be under. Uh, so, wish me luck there. All right. Wish you luck. Thank you. Fingers crossed. Good luck. It. All right, thanks. Uh, Washington Commanders, 7-5. and five. They're going to go to the Giants, the G-Men, at 7-4. and four. So the G-Men, after that hot start, and what did I call them, Mark? The fake idea of the NFL? Yeah. You yeah. Don't, you're not a believer. I'm not a believer. Darn it. But then I got the Commanders, and I'm not that much of a believer in their offense either. So you don't like the got, commodes? In general, I don't. So this, this game is really tough for me to pick. Washington is actually a two-and-a-half-point road favorite going in on a division battle, and the 40-and-a-half is the over-under here. Kyle, NFC East. I think the Giants. Yep. Oh. You like the Giants. I think Giants. the Giants win. I think Giants. it goes over. And you think um, it goes over, too. Wow. All right. They're not messing around. Here's only the- only by a little bit, like literally like 40, 42, 43. Okay. Like it's going to be... It's going to be close. I'm taking the lesser of the two evils. I, I do not like the commodes. I know <laughs> that they have a average team, so to speak, and the Giants, they're just slightly above average. So I'm going with the Giants, well, mainly because they're home field. Yes. No, I, that's what I'm going. I, I like the Giants because in a divisional battle and you're getting points at home, I'll do yeah. that. Uh, Washington's been living the good life lately, folks. I know they like to talk about their defense getting stronger. They do got a good front line. But the back end of it, the you can throw on them. Now, can Danny Dimes throw on them is another story. But you can throw on this team, and I just do. I cannot buy in just yet to this whole Washington resurgence. They've won six out of their last seven games. The only team to do that so far in the NFL, if you looked over that time period, but they all been against the Colts, the Texans, the, the Cowboys. Falcons. Oh. No, they got their they got their owls handed to them by the Cowboys. (laughs) A lot of people uh, don't remember that. Now that granted was a Carson Wentz experiment, uh, experiment not the Taylor Heineke. But give me the Giants at home getting points, and I actually do not see a lot of scoring in this game at all. I think it goes under somehow. Yeah, this is gonna be like okay. This is gonna be like a 2010, 2013, 2113, something like that game. I'm with Kyle. It goes over. All right. Oh, you guys can be on the overboat there. And, you're, right. and who are you taking, the Giants? Yeah, I took the Giants. And I'm taking the Giants. And Kyle's taking the Giants. So you know what you need to do, America. I'd rather be in a boat that's over the water than under the water. That's Let's all I'm saying. It, do it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Tennessee Titans at 7-4 and four against the Eagles. <clears throat> have you been practicing? You what, want me to queue up the fight song? I ain't even going to have to worry about I, it. I've got it ready. You want, want to hear it? Yeah, go ahead. Hear no, it. I'm just kidding. I don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> probably get Nick to tune in. Hey, that's right. Hey, Nick, uh, the Philadelphia fight song is played on, and then Kyle would scrub it. You know, we do not have the copyright. We don't have permission to use that. Uh, yeah, Philly's four and a half point favorites at home. That's what I was looking at. The over under is forty four and a half. Kyle, do the Eagles cover that spread? Eagles cover that spread. They're going to spread their wings, all right? Oh, Listen, did you hear that? They're already 10-1. They've been playing great games out there. Listen, the, the Titans look all right. I'm in Tennessee right now. I'm, I'm going to get I'm gonna get in trouble talking like this here right, right now. But I think I think the Eagles take this game. Uh, they're at home. And, yeah, I don't know what else I need to say on that. Go Birds. So, so Kyle's in an under- – did, did this for Nick. Yeah. Yeah. 
Kyle's in an undisclosed location in Tennessee, That's right. That's and, right. and Justin just heard this and he's pissed <laughs> off. <laughs> what do you like, Mark? I'm going Eagles. You're going I, Eagles. I like Tennessee's run game, and I think Philly's going to have a tough time stopping that run game. But Tennessee's going to have a hard time stopping the quarterback for the Eagles. And what's their secondary look like for Tennessee? Not good. I, I, I got an emoji for that. The dookie? Yeah. You want want to see it? I think I will anyway. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) Uh, So, you're both on the Eagles, are you? All right. Oh, this is going to solidify my dookie emoji, isn't it? So, here is my upset watch special of the week. Oh, boy. Matter of fact, Kyle, let's see about getting this as the point spread Shane uh, odds boost on Tennessee Moneyline. Yeah, do a dreamland. Shane's dreamland. So here's where I got on this one. Did anybody notice, oh, what was it, three weeks ago now that Washington went into Philadelphia and just ran the ball down their throat 30-some times and won this game? Yeah. Was, it, you, in Phil- you, was it in Philly? It was in Philly. Oh. And uh, last time I checked, Derrick Henry is better than both Antonio Gibson and Brian Robinson Jr. put together. Yeah, so they I, had two defensive linemen that were hurt. They're back. All right. So give, Shane, you want you want the Titans money line as an odds boost? As an odds boost for the purposes of this show, because right. we cannot do money line bets, I will take Tennessee plus four and a half. So he's got Tennessee. I got Tennessee Shane's plus four and a half. Point spread, Shane. Dreamland boost. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the point spread, Shane, hate, hating the Eagles boost. Hating on the Eagles odds boost. But I really see if Tennessee follows that plan that Washington did, and Tennessee is a better team than Washington. I, yeah. I mean, they held what? What was that score against uh, Cincinnati? And Cincinnati, to me, has a much better offense top to bottom, quarterback to wide receivers and everything than Philadelphia right now. And they about mm. pulled that one off at home, too. Sounds so, like some haterade going on It right might now. be some haterade, but we'll see Monday. Who's number one in their I'll, division? I'll like, who? Philly? Yeah, they are. 10-1. Oh, okay. Guess what? Huh? It ain't going to matter after Sunday. Woo! And don't your ass get on no point early on Monday. I want you right here. I want you right here when Tennessee comes out on top. Oh, boy. Ah, uh, back to the dookie, though. Hey, uh, yeah, and I don't, I don't forget, I, I accidentally put you in a wager, too. So not only will you have to wear the do the fight, you'll have to wear the gear. Oh, good Lord. You you put me in a wager, huh? Yeah. All right. Well, I got you one on. I got one for you. All right. Denver Broncos, 3-8 and eight against the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, uh, Ravens at home here. Baltimore is 8.5-point favorites. So that is the uh, second biggest on the card for this week 13. Over under a 39-and-a-half. Broncos, do you got the dookie emoji ready? I do. You yeah. need to put it over on the Broncos side. All right. I don't even have to move it. There Baltimore. we go. Baltimore. I'm sure that's what you're taking, Kyle. Well, yeah. Got to take those Ravens. It's, it's going to go over. They're going to cover. That's it. That's pretty much these it. Bron- these Broncos suck this year. Sorry, but <laughs> yeah, Denver is not good this year. Don't be sorry. <laughs> Just... Yeah, I thought I thought you liked them. <laughs> Who? You. I love. I listen. I love the geography. I love the landscape in in Colorado much more than uh, those parts of Maryland. But the Ravens got to take it. How about some of their, you know, recreational chocolates? <laughs> yeah, that, that's definitely not helping the Broncos out right now. So <laughs> they got to lay off that. Luckily, their fans. <laughs> luckily, their fans have access to it because it's going to be a brutal game, Mark. Yeah, they need it. They need that right now. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's a that's a that's probably a reason why they drink what they do. Oh my goodness, I'm still waiting. You got we got to have a video of that so we can dive into what that chant is. Just, out just, mile high. just search it on YouTube. I'm sure it's not. We drink the, our own pee. It is. Uh, it can't be. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you like? I'm going Ravens. You're going Ravens. Absolutely. All day. Come yeah. on, that'd be like me picking. Well, I did pick Nebraska last time. Well, uh, yeah, Denver just let Dante Foreman and Chuba Hubbard run for about 200 yards on them last week. So Baltimore, that's all they love to do is run the mm-hmm. ball. So, so you're I, taking Denver? Yeah, no, I'm taking Baltimore. Uh, you, you got goofy with that. Make that make I mean, that a parlay pick, a they, parlay boost. Pick Broncos and uh, Eagles. I wouldn't do that to our, I mean, 20, uh, our 20 followers. I, I just couldn't do it. We'd be down to 12 next week if I told them to take it to Denver. <laughs> well. If they're listening to if, you. If they're listening to me. And they might have <laughs> shut off after the Tennessee pick. I don't know, but uh, I can't take Denver. Matter of fact, I like nah. the under. The Broncos are averaging 12.2 points a game. That's all they're able to muster, and we're 13 weeks almost in the season. And Baltimore, on the other hand, is averaging 22 points. So there you go. Yeah. There, that's that's where the under comes in I, for me. I, I agree, too, because I think if the Ravens are smart, their game plan is just run it, and that's yeah. going to eat up a lot of the clock. So just run it. All right, last one of the afternoon window, the Cleveland Browns. Welcome back to Sean Watson, and guess where you're playing, where you used to play, in Houston, against the Texans, who are dumpster fire at 1-9-1. and one. Cleveland's six-and-a-half-point road favorites here, 46-and-a-half. Side note, uh, the guy that represented a lot of those women that filed lawsuits against the Sean Watson bought tickets, and some of them will be in the stands for this game. If you needed any other drama to show up, other than Deshaun Watson, now the accusers are going to be probably in one of the end zones and getting plenty of FaceTime on TV there, Kyle. What? Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to pick the Browns. There you You're going to pick the Browns. Just, okay. I'm going to pick the Browns. Okay. Because, I mean, listen, it's some Texans. They're they're not doing anything this year. They're gonna get pummeled out there. The odds are showing that. Even the over under is showing what this game is gonna look like. Um, I think it's gonna be a slaughter out there in in the Browns' favor, which is a rare thing to see. But it should be a fun game. Marcellus. Yeah, I'm gonna go Cleveland. Uh, Houston is, as you said, a dumpster fire. Is that what you said? Dump truck, dumpster fire, something with the yeah, dumpster. something like that. That works. But, you, you, uh, you're getting dump trucked, and you're a dumpster fire. Right. That's uh, what I'm saying. But yeah, I don't, I don't see, I, I don't. I, six and a half to me is kind of low, but I mean, I wouldn't be pushing too much higher than that. But I do see it going under. I don't think the Texans score maybe three points, maybe seven. But it's not like the Browns are going to go out there and light it up either. So yeah, so I brought up brought up the whole thing with the the lawyer and the women to say one thing. It's been two years since this guy's played meaningful football, so I don't think he's going to hop into the Deshaun Watson you knew before COVID at all. I, I also think if you're good from a Cleveland side, Houston is the the second worst team ever for run defense, and you have, what, two guys, Kareem Hunt and yeah. Nick Chubb on your team? So if they're smart, they'll run the ball 30, 35 times against Houston and won't have to have Deshaun Watson pass a whole lot. So for that, it's a good call, Mike, uh, Mark. Mike, Ted, whoever, yeah. whoever you are. Yeah, that's right. Stranger. Uh, Stranger danger. I do like the under because I don't <laughs> think Houston's going to score a whole lot, although yeah. Cleveland's can be passed on, so I think they'll score more than seven, but not a whole lot more than that. Mm. And I think Cleveland covers the six and a half. I think they end up winning by 13, 14, 15 points, somewhere in that range. All right. All right, late afternoon window. This 
early on in the year thought it might be a, a bad game for a different reason, but Seattle's at the Rams. You would have thought maybe the Rams would be the better team here, but they're not. They're three and eight. Seattle six and five, and they are now behind San Francisco uh, in the division. So they really need this one here. Seattle at seven and a half point road favorites here. Forty and a half is the over under, and uh, word is some backup quarterback for the Rams is going to start again. Probably Perkins, who didn't look all that great in Arrowhead last week. Any shot the Rams either win or even stay within seven and a half, Kyle? Um. I don't think Seattle covers at seven and a half. Um, I think they get close, but I think this is going to be a closer game than the odds they're really showing. Like the Rams haven't had a great year, but they're all right. Their, their record doesn't really reflect what sort of team they actually can be at times. I think they're going to catch the Seahawks off guard in that regard. Um, I think it's un- I think it's going to be under, but I don't think Seattle covers. Ah, see, that's where we're going to differ. I think Seattle, after getting beat by co- the Raiders, yes, come back with vengeance. <laughs> not and, just and against, try, not just vengeance, but vengeance, vengeance. against against a uh, what string is this quarterback now? Fifth, sixth, third. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, I think uh, it'll be more. You'll see more action going on uh, on the Seahawks' defensive side than you will the offensive side. But the offense will muster something together to, to beat them, eh, maybe by ten, maybe by thirteen. So this is how weird the NFL can be, right? So Bryce Perkins, third-string quarterback from the Rams, goes into Arrowhead, and they were actually within six points into the fourth quarter. Didn't even think you were going to get your cover by taking the Chiefs at 15 and a half, and then there was some late touchdown action that actually ended up being the cover. Uh, but they played the Chiefs really well defensively, and Seattle's not the Chiefs. So I, that seven and a half scares me. Oh. I think I think the Rams stay within that seven and a half. I think Seattle figures out a way to win this game, uh, but I think it's a low-scoring game. Yeah. I, think, I don't know how the Rams score many points, and the Rams' defense is good enough, I think, to keep Seattle in check. So give me the Rams and give me the under. Yes. Miami Dolphins, probably the second. Well, it might be the best game, but I'll put it the second best game of the late afternoon slate. Mm-hmm. They're at the San Francisco 49ers at 7-4. and four. Debo Samuel not expected to play for San Francisco, it looks like here. So they got plenty of weapons, but they'll be down one of them. San Francisco, three-and-a-half-point home favorites here. 46-and-a-half points, Kyle. Should be a lot of scoring in San Francisco for this one, don't you think? Um, yeah, I think this is going to be a high score game. I definitely think it's going to go over the 46 and a half. Um, I would have to take the Dolphins to win, even though it's going to be really close. I don't think the 49ers cover that uh, three and a half. So I'm going to go with Dolphins, but it's going to be a close game. And it's going to go a little bit over. All right, Marcellus. I'm going to go just simple fact. You know, I don't like uh, Jimmy for the 49ers. Jimmy G, yes. Yeah, Jimmy G. I don't like him, but uh, since they're playing at home, I think both these teams are paired equally. Uh, Three and a half, I think, is uh, I think the hook's probably going to end up screwing me because I think the game's going to be a difference of three points. But in hopes that I'm wrong and Jimmy doesn't, let me tell you, I'm taking San Francisco, but if he steps out of bounds and gets a safety. (laughs) 
Hey, can we do an odds boost on that? Jimmy G stepping out of the end zone for a safety. Plus 10,000. Oh, my gosh. If that happens, if he takes a safety, just if he takes a safety, I won't pick him again this year <laughs> or next year. But right. I am taking I, I am taking San Francisco. I think these this will be a good game. I agree. I, I actually I, I think it's probably the best late afternoon game. Okay. To watch. Uh, I'm going to take Dolphins plus the three and a half. The key is that half. I can see San Francisco pulling this out by a field goal or, or something like that. But Miami's got the offensive weapons to stay close in this game. And the one thing you can do against the 49ers is throw the ball. The, they're they got a great front seven, but their cornerbacks and safeties can be beaten, and you got Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle to do that. So that's two. They're not going to be able to double both of them, uh, and I think that's where their hay is going to be made here. And I do like the over as well. I think it's going to start slow. They fill each other out, and then there's going to be points galore in the second half to get you over that 46.5. So give me the Dolphins plus the three and a half. All right. Here All right. you go. Well, this is the one I think is going to be the better one of the two. Mm-hmm. Um, Kansas City Chiefs and Cincinnati Bengals. And the reason I say that is I don't think there'll be much defense in this game at all. So if you like scoring, you got it in this game. Kansas City is a one and a half point road favorite here in Cincy. 51 and a half. So that point total uh, is the highest on the entire slate. Who do you like in this game, Kyle? I like the Chiefs. They look good. They look good on field. Mahomes, he's good. Bengals, they've been doing all right. They've been doing good this season too, but against the Chiefs, it's going to be a slog, but it's going to be a high-score game. It's going to be a lot of running. It's going to be a lot of deep throws. It's going to be probably the funnest game to watch this weekend. I'm not even going to lie, but um, I, I think the Chiefs cover. Um, I think it's. I think it's going to be under the fifty-one now. So, okay, Mark. All right. So, didn't this game get flexed? No, no, no. You're thinking next week. Next week? Okay. There's a game that got flexed out of Sunday night. The Broncos yeah. were in a Sunday night hole against who cares, and they and they took them out of it. Yeah. Okay. Game <laughs> well, you know, last week another another thing to mention about last week when Kansas City played it eked out that win. You know, I said I said I was just picking them for my grandma's sake for Granny. Yes. So, uh, I think uh, she's going to be happy to watch this game again if she can stay awake for the whole thing. But, you know, <laughs> she's 101, whatever. That's right. She can fall asleep, wake back up, whatever. Still watch the game and watch her Chiefs win. Uh, wow. Point and a half is just crazy to me. I don't know why that's so low, uh, but uh, I, I'm shocked that's not higher. Well, let me educate you on why that isn't higher. Well, please educate me. Seattle or Seattle. Yeah, whoops. <laughs> Cincinnati. Cincinnati's kind of owned the Chiefs lately. Beat them to get to the Super Bowl last year when nobody thought they could. They Mm. do the one thing that Kansas City cannot do, which is stop a passing game by a real quarterback, and Jamar Chase is supposed to be back. So you're going to have all three healthy wide receivers for Cincinnati, and Cincinnati's also at home for this one, so you get rid of the arrowhead experience. Plus, I'm not saying Kansas City can't win this game, because they can. Uh, Anytime you got Mahomes, you can do it, but... There, there's something about the way Kansas City's winning. It's ugly and it's close against teams they should be destroying, a.k.a. the Rams, last week, and they're not doing it. So get a team that can actually go toe-to-toe with you in the offensive end, and I think they're in trouble. I'll go ahead and take Cincinnati. Oh, my gosh. I, the point, wow. You know, the point and a half probably ain't going to matter either way. Uh, it's probably going to be a field goal to a touchdown game somewhere in that area, but I'll take the home team here. I think Cincinnati's playing really good ball right now. Uh, they rolled over at Tennessee and won that tough one um, without Jamar Chase, and they've, they've been on a roll lately. 
Mm. Not that Kansas City hasn't been because you have to be on a roll to be 9-2. and two. Uh, But I just see a – they just have kryptonite. For some reason, the Chiefs and the Bengals, they have a hard time beating the Bengals. I don't know what it is. One hmm. that ain't going to be nearly as good, but it will be high scoring. Chargers and the Raiders. Raiders. Raiders are one-and-a-half-point favorites at home. They don't win there for some reason, and it's 50-and-a-half over-under. So basically a uh, carbon copy of the game that we just talked about, Gosh. Kyle. Plenty of points look to be scored here in the desert. What do you like? Uh, Raiders are not going to cover at home. Like you said, they play awful at home. I think the Chargers are going to come in. Um, I think the Chargers are going to beat them by probably a touchdown. Uh, I think it's going to be under that 50 and a half. So. Uh, yeah. This oh. game is a horrible. I, I wouldn't bet this game. I'd stay away from it. But, uh, man, because both these teams here, they, you just don't know what Chargers you're getting. They're Mark, not. Mark's opinions are not those of Bentley in the Bentley mobile app. Please bet all the time. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> bet every game that you can. No, I'm just kidding. Well, you get some bigger money on the Chiefs game. Yeah, no, yeah Mark. All bets are great. Yeah, no, I, I get you. I, uh, I get what you're saying, Mark. I mean, but the Chargers, they're flippity floppity. They come in. You don't know what team you're getting. So, you know, yeah, on paper, you're thinking, yeah, they should go in there and just stomp all over them. And then they. Do charger things that you like to say? Uh, yep, yep. They do charger things. But I'm I'm going to go ahead and go with the Chargers just because Vegas does struggle uh, at home. But yeah, it is what it is. It is. I'm going to take the Chargers as well and not feel good about it. Um, only well, I feel a little better about it than it seems like Jacobs, who was the big star last week, had over 200 yards and that 84 or 86 yard touchdown in overtime to beat Seattle. I will say the Raiders have been playing better offensive football lately, but one of the key components to that may not play Sunday. So then you're off to, to two guys that I don't even know on the team as their running backs. And where, where can the Chargers be hurt most? And that's through the run game. So if you're missing that. Mike's going to go play. Yeah, Mike Barnes. Yeah. Yeah, he'll be suiting up for the Raiders. <laughs> give me the Chargers uh, minus – or no, they're going to get the one and a half on the road. That's right. But I, I'm not going to feel real great about it. And I think this game goes over as well. I don't think either defense is really going to put up a whole lot of resistance to the offenses in this game. Results. All right. Best, Big boy time. Best for last on Sunday. Indianapolis Colts on the road to the Dallas Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? No, you don't have the gear on. You can't say it. How about them <laughs> Dallas, 10 and a half point favorites. Word is it's 11 and a half, but I have not checked it yet. Four, or 11, I mean. And uh, 43 and a half over under here. Kyle, after seeing uh, Indianapolis struggle against Pittsburgh at home, any chance at all down in Big D? Uh, I'll answer that for I you. Think, I think this is a uh, Cowboys win. You think it's Cowboys win? Cowboys. Easily. Cowboys are, I think Cowboys are going to cover this. Um, I think it's going to be over the 43 and a half. Most of those points are going to be on the Cowboys side. That's, these Colts are not looking good right now. Yeah. Mark? Uh, I'm going to go Cowboys. I'm not, you know, uh, I think you should choose some type of parlay boost that has the Cowboys in it along with your dreamland Tennessee Titans. <laughs> My dreamland. <laughs> Can you make that happen, Cal? <laughs> Shane's dream yeah, 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 boost is the parlay of Tennessee and Cowboys. Um, yeah, Dallas should win this one. They should win it easily in a grind because uh, the Colts allowed Benny Snell 
oh, and yeah. Toby McFarland to run over 100 yards against them. So I think Zeke and Tony Pollard ought to be able to do a little better than that. And the Colts line is shaky, and you got Matt Ryan, who is a statue in the pocket, which should make it easy pickings for Micah Parsons and that defense to come after him often. So I just don't see how – I like the under here because I don't see how the Colts score more than 10 or 13 points total. I think Dallas oh, ends up scoring about on. 24 to 27, so that puts you right about 40 points total in the game. Yeah, that's probably true. I was going to say, I can see how the Colts can score at least 10. Yeah. You know, late in the fourth quarter, Dallas will get in that prevent defense and yep. let them march down the field on them. Because that's what happened uh, the last time they played against, who was it on Thanksgiving? Oh, the Giants. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And last but not least, Monday night game, the New Orleans Saints and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, this is only interesting if you're a Buccaneers fan because you're technically leading the division at five and six. Mm. New Orleans Saints, nah, they've had their number over the years. Seems like Tampa Bay just has a hard time beating the Saints for whatever the reason, Kyle. Will they have a hard time on Monday? I think they will. I, I'm going to give it to the Saints. Tampa Bay is not going to cover. Um, I think this game is going to go under the 40 and a half. Um, Saints will get it probably by only like a field goal, though. Um, but really, I just I just want to see Tampa Bay lose. So <laughs> I'm going to have to pick the Saints on that alone. Hmm. You know, they're in Florida, right? You know, Tampa yeah. Bay. It's in Central. They are. They yeah. are, but they got Brady, and I can't support that. So. Oh, oh Miami, Miami crew's not going to be happy to hear that. I know. Well, All here, right. let me let me brighten their day, then. That's what I think of New Orleans. Yeah, I love that. That's perfect. <laughs> and I think Tampa does do it uh, with all the drama they got going on. To try to keep that hold in that division, I think they come out and actually beat them by touchdown. Yeah, I'm going to take the Bucks as well. Uh, I think they win, same thing, four, six, seven points, somewhere in that range. And I do think it goes under. I think both of these offenses are not very great right now, and the defenses are okay, enough to hold them uh, under 20 each. So I think this is like a 17-10, 17-13 type of game and in favor of the Buccaneers, unfortunately, because I'm like you. I'm, I've had enough of Brady. Please retire. Please go away. But you're picking them. Uh, well, yes, because I've seen oh. the New Orleans Saints, and I even saw the Dookie emoji. How are you going to pick a Dookie emoji? Well, you can. I'm not going to pick no Dookie emoji. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So that is your NFL for Week 13, and now it's time for everybody's game show that only a few get to play, and that's the mm-hmm. Pick 6 contest. As we're known, we get to pick six NFL games from Sunday. You have to do it against the spread, no Monday night game. Although, if you want to pick a Monday night game, we'll give it to you and give you the automatic L. Uh, you'll get a point for every one you get right, and then your best bet of the six is worth double points or two points. And so far, I am in the lead comfortably at like 43, right? Uh, you want to look at the leaderboard right yeah, now? Yeah, why don't you put the leaderboard up so Kyle can oh, see. Cause I got I to gotta find it, Paul. This is what... There's, There's the leaderboard. The leaderboard so. so you're part of the high rise. Yeah. Well, the high risers and the average Joes do have a little asterisk that's not there because they have not participated every week. Well, that, I, I don't give much asterisks to the average Joes just because they're scared. That's probably right, too. That was a four weeks now, <laughs> a whole month they haven't shown up. But, but Kyle's not scared. That's right. He has an opportunity. I'm not scared at all. If he if he has a clean slate, first person to do it, he could actually end up tying the average Joes in just one week. In just one week. That's right. Maximum yeah, that's all I need. Seven. You just need to pick all six correct. Are you ready for the pressure? Yeah, I'm ready for the pressure. Who's going first? Let's let's go get Kyle. 
his airtime. Go ahead and put him up first. All right. Let me get uh, to. Uh, all right. Let me get to his uh, the tippity toppity typey part. <laughs> all right. I'm ready. Are you ready? All right, Kel. All right. Give us your uh, six picks and any little quick reasons why you picked each one of them. All right. Uh, number one, Pittsburgh. Oh my goodness, Pittsburgh. All right. What's the spread? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh get is Steelers. getting a ha- or is favored by a half a point. So minus zero point five for what that's worth. In case right. they yeah. tie, it might come They're into play. Do it. All right. What's your second pick? Uh, Packers are going to win. Packers are going to win. They are four and a half point favorites on the road at Chicago. All right. What's your third pick? The Vikings. Ah, he's going to take the home team. Gonna take yeah, minus two and a half uh, going against the New York Jets. All right, and who's your fourth pick of the six? The, the Giants the will G- win. The G-Men, and I like that pick. What's the spread? <laughs> Thank you. Oh, Thank you. Uh, well, I like that pick as well. The Giants are actually getting two and a half, so plus two and a half for the G-Men. G-Men. All right, number five. I'm going to have to pick... Uh, all right, hold on. Is my best bet number six, or do I just it don't matter. throw that in after? Yeah, you throw that in after we do our picks, unless you don't care that we – Okay. Okay. Let me uh, let me go Eagles win. Oh, my God. All right, Eagles minus four and a half. Not going to be able to do it. <laughs> They're going to be able to do it. <laughs> All right. And the last of your six? Uh, Chiefs. I think I – I'm thinking the Chiefs. All right, he's got barely the edge out the Bengals, and the Chiefs are minus but one we'll and a half. We'll see. Yeah, Chiefs giving a yeah. point and a half on the road to Cincinnati. So, to recap, Kyle for the high risers got the Steelers basically win the game, and you're good. Uh, Packers minus four and a half, Vikings minus two and a half, the G-Men at home getting that two and a half, Eagles minus four and a half, wow. and Kansas City. <laughs> Minus one and a half. So I there's hear that. Kyle's a pick a six. Who's right. next? Who's next, Paul? Who's next? Go ahead, Mr. Mock. Since I'm leading the board, I'm choosing to go last this week. All right. Well, I'm just going to slap it up there. You will see my best bet of the week because I'm not scared to show you. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. I didn't think Kyle was probably Boom. scared to show you either. No, uh, no, I wasn't. All right. Well, Kyle, from, from a standpoint of who who's your best bet then? Yeah. Eagles. You're going to hate me for it. Eagles are the best bet. A double. Fly, Eagles, fly. All right. Two toots. Well, that's okay. Two toots. Yeah, Jacksonville, Mark says, I'll take that half a point at Detroit. He's got the Vikings at home minus two and a half. Oh, my God, the Eagles. Yeah, that's right. Don't be haterizing. Minus four and a half. The Ravens. Boy, he didn't learn his lesson from the Ravens yet. Uh, but it is against the Broncos, so he's got to feel comfortable. Minus eight and a half here. He's going to take Kansas City as his best bet on the road, laying just eight point and a half. And the Cow- How about them Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? Laying ten and a half and How about them Cowboys? on Sunday night football. All right. All right. So now comes the master of disaster, right? Oh, I don't know about all that. Well, it's disastrous. Yeah, because to be honest with you, I like three games, and three games I'm not so keen on, but we'll give it a shot anyway. The first one is uh, go ahead and give me Detroit at home. They're only minus a half a point, so basically win, and uh, you get it done. I like the way they've been playing lately, and uh, Jacksonville should be a good game, but 
I think Detroit finally gets rewarded, gets their home team a, uh, a fan, their home fans a win here against Jacksonville. I gotta move. Okay, hang on a second. I gotta move Kyle's logo down here. He kind of looks like uh, who was the host we had on from the high rises before? Yeah, there you go. Sit up high. There you go. Who is a? Who <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll just I'll just get up over here. It's all good. <laughs> who was the high riser we had on before that uh, had the arm up like this? I Oh, yeah, yeah. I think that was Richie, right? No, the no. guy formerly uh, known no? as Z. Nicholas, maybe? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That guy. I'm not sure. That's all we'll say on that. <laughs> that's all? I'm, that's all I'm going to say about that. All right. All right, give me the Tennessee Titans. Since I talked enough trash, I'll go head-to-head -head against you guys and the Eagles, and I'll get the four and a half. It's actually my upset money line special of the week. All yeah, right. I get four and a half. If the Eagles are that great, I should get seven and a half. I, I should really yeah. check this because you, you like to throw out these. Yeah. Well, either one of you give me seven and a half. Is the you Eagles like to throw out these picks that? to say, oh, well, I had the Titans at plus ten and a half. That's what the line was when I saw it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Give me Cleveland on the road minus six and a half to wear down and run over the Houston Texans. You're giving up six and a half? You're actually... Yeah, I'm going to give up six and a half on that one. Uh, I'm going to take the Dolphins at San Francisco. Uh, they're getting three and a half, so plus three and a half for me there. You did that just for the Miami crew, didn't you? I did it for yo yo. Yeah, you don't invite me to come down next week, but I'm still going to give you the love and pick the Dolphins. <laughs> uh, give me the Chargers. Uh, they're getting one and a half at the Raiders, and then uh, the Dallas Cowboys. I'll oh. pick them at home. I just think they wear down the Colts. Minus ten and a half is not enough, and the line continues to grow on that one. Hang on a second. And hope that I'm right. Wait. Hang on a second. I, there's been a different odds put in. Oh, my goodness. There's oh, different. Oh, no. <laughs> no, not minus 20 and a half. Huh? I'm, I'm, only, big boy. <laughs> I'm only giving up 10 and a half there on a big boy uh, aisle. <laughs> and so uh, I, I'm sure everybody's standing for what my best bet of the week is. Hmm. And give me those Cowboys. That's what I figured. Minus 10 and a half. So there's your picks. Our best bets are a little different. I got the Cowboys. Mark's got Kansas City. Kyle's got the Eagles. And we're going pretty much head up on the Eagles-Cowboys. Uh, our Eagles-Cowboys. Eagles and the Titans game. Other than that, we've kind of avoided each other head-to-head -head other than, I guess, my, uh, Mark and I are going head-to-head -head on, head on the Lions and Jacksonville yep. game. Yep. yep. Nobody took the Raiders, I see. So we're good there. That oh. is your pick six selections for week 13 in the NFL and the odds. Brothers, keep in mind, if you'd like to join us and see our show live, it is on Mondays and Fridays right here at the Bentley Sportsbook inside Southland Casino and Hotel. Every Monday and Friday around the lunch hour, we like to throw on the recording, have some guests, have some fun. Yeah. Stop by and say hi. Hey, we got T-shirts we can give you maybe. We got T-shirts. We got plenty of them. Uh, word is Mark's going to pack a few extra in the uh, carry-on bag for Miami. Yeah, I need to get some shirt sizes, Kyle. Yeah, get some get some shirt for, sizes. For the guys that have been on already. Yeah, you don't have an Odds Brothers T-shirt. Oh, yeah. Do you, yeah. Kyle? No, he don't. I, I don't. I'm, I'm a medium, though. Just right. throw me an M. I'm That's, good. Guess what? For participating in the pick six, you at least get the T-shirt, so he'll bring it to you. <laughs> Love that. Thank that you. Thank right. you, Mark. <laughs> All right, and we would like to thank you for being part of the show today as well. Mark, we got any other uh, promos or No, nah, I don't have nothing loaded up. Nope. Nothing loaded up. All right, well, good deal. Uh, I think we'll wrap things up for this episode now, Monday. Uh, should have everything ready. We're going to recap all the action, all the stuff that we just picked, see who uh, won the Pick 6 contest this week. And also, Mark and I will go over all of our future bets on the uh, where teams over-under win totals were for the Power 5 conferences in college football. I can tell you right away, I missed horribly on Nebraska, and Mark nailed it from the get-go. So 
The over-under on that one was easily him, although he did say Nebraska would have no more than three wins, and they ended up with four four wins. Not that that matters. He still cashes, but... <laughs> Let's compare that to Preston saying they were going to win the conference. I know, I know. Lord have mercy. But then again, that's Preston. Yeah. So you'll get to see where we all hit and not hit on the uh, on the futures wagers. And we'll take a look at some college and pro basketball action now that we're switching some more into that. And uh, still five weeks of the NFL season to go to. And the bowl games, although we won't pick them Monday, we'll pick them next Friday. Uh, a lot of the early bowl games will be coming out, and we'll take them uh, week by week as they roll out. We won't necessarily pick them all in one shot, being cool. that some will be a month out, okay? All right. All right, Kyle. Well, thank right. you uh, from an undisclosed location oh, in Tennessee. Right. Yeah. Thank you. Remember, my, I want to give some final words uh, to everybody listening. Go follow us on social media at Betley Sportsbook on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram. Uh, we are active on all platforms. <laughs> And you can come say hi, and I'll say hi right back, all right? We're on, we're on TikTok? <laughs> Look out. The the Valley Sportsbook is on TikTok now. Oh, my goodness. So maybe maybe a, maybe a few highlight clips from the show will end up on TikTok. We'll see. Something tells me we got to do some uh, obscure dance video, Mark. No. Go on TikTok. That's on, not from this guy. <laughs> That's a great idea. I can't wait. To force you guys to do that for me. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> he puts a lotion on his skin. <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, that'll do it, everybody. All right. We'll see you next or next Monday. This coming Monday and yes. uh, safe travels. Thanks if again, you're, uh, Kyle. In Tennessee. Yeah. Thanks, guys. All right. All right. Roll that beautiful bean footage. Thank you for listening to the Odds Brothers Podcast. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Presented by the Betley Sportsbook. Place your sports bets here from inside Southland Casino or from anywhere at Arkansas at southland.betley.com. Yeah, man, I'll tell you what, that dang old internet, man, you just go on there and point and click, 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 click. It's real easy, man. Be sure to follow the Odds Brothers Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Google, and YouTube. Keep in mind, in Arkansas, you must be 21 or older and located in Arkansas to bet. Please play responsibly. For help quitting, call 1-800-522-4700.